0: Hi everyone, I'm Molly Carr, and this is The Wedding Destination, a podcast for couples and creatives where we discuss all things destination weddings. As a destination wedding photographer, I have traveled the world and had the opportunity to work in some of the most beautiful places imaginable with some of the best and most inspiring wedding industry creatives out there. Whether you are a bride or groom planning your destination wedding, or a wedding industry creative hoping to grow your business, welcome and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. As you listen to today's episode, we would love to see where you are and what you're up to. Snap a photo and be sure to tag us at Wedding Destination Podcast. Welcome, everyone. Today, we are doing something a little different. And after our first Instagram q and I've decided to answer four of your most burning questions on today's mini episode. We appreciate you following along and hope you find the information helpful and inspiring. Question one was from a florist who said, I am loving your podcast, Molly. Can you tell us more about your background? First of all, thank you so much. I have received so many kind DMs, emails, messages, and your support and the fact that this is lifting people up and inspiring you means the absolute world to me. So thank... you. I started out working in the luxury marketing and advertising industry. I was specifically focused on fashion and beauty. And for me, that experience was absolutely pivotal to starting my career as a photographer and working in the luxury wedding industry. I had learned the background of what it took to run a business, what marketing, brand, advertising meant. And on the side, I had a blog which featured my travel photography. For me, travel photography and international travel has always been something that has been a incredibly important part of my life. And I originally started the blog purely as a creative outlet, but slowly but surely my work started to become featured in top publications like Condé Nast Traveler. Brands were reaching out to me and eventually people saw my work and started hiring me for destination events. So The very first wedding I photographed was a destination wedding in California's wine country. My second was in France. My third was in Italy. And it really just grew from there. So I have a bit of a unique background in that. I did not start shooting in my local market and transitioning to destination. For me, destination weddings have been in my blood since day one. And at this point, I photograph 10 destination weddings per year, most of which are three days of events. I split my time between Paris and the East Coast. And when I am not traveling and shooting beautiful weddings and events, I am also an educator and business mentor. I launched my podcast recently because destination weddings over the past five years have become so incredibly popular. I think five to 10 years ago, they were almost reserved for the jet set. But what I have found personally is that some of my clients who are getting married internationally, it might be their first or second time traveling abroad. And that is really, really unique. And I think five or 10 years ago would have been unheard of. But I think with COVID that has really inspired people to have smaller events, to have more intentional events, and also the fact that I think it's given us permission to really do what is best for us as couples that are getting married, it has created this incredible opportunity for destination weddings and events to flourish. And I saw a hole really in the podcasts that were out there that really nothing spoke directly to destination weddings and events. So I launched this podcast with the sole goal of filling that hole and elevating the community and destination weddings and events as a group. The second question, and I will say this is the number one most asked question, both on the Instagram Q&A, as well as personally with the clients that I mentor for their businesses is how to enter the luxury destination wedding market, how to work with luxury planners, what they are looking for in the creatives they recommend, how to stand out, and what does your business need to be in the luxury space? I received countless DMs about that, and I thought I would just go over a few very high-level pieces to me that fill that void. So first of all, I would highly recommend listening to our past episodes because really every creative that we've interviewed is a expert in the luxury space. Whether it's a planner or a designer, a stylist, or a photographer, there are so many incredible people that we've interviewed that are providing truly remarkable advice, expertise. So I would highly recommend listening to those episodes. But to go off of that, to me, there are really five components to what it takes to be in the luxury space successfully. Number one, to be honest, is experience. You need to have the experience under your belt so that when you start working with luxury planners, with luxury clients, that you know you will be able to meet and exceed every single one of their expectations. To be honest, the internet and Instagram have allowed us to position ourselves sometimes to a place that we might not necessarily be. And while I completely agree with putting yourself out there, with manifesting what you want in the same, we really need to know that we have strength, the experience, and the expertise to not only talk the talk, but to walk the walk. So it takes time, take on those events so that you can slowly grow. Every year you are going to grow, develop, and transform into a creative that you never thought you would be. And when that dream luxury event comes knocking, you know that you will be ready because you have developed the pillars in your business, the foundational elements to truly create a remarkable luxury experience. The second, which I believe is one of those key pillars, is having a great team. I cannot emphasize this enough. When you're first starting, you often are working in lower budget and therefore you might not be able to have a team working for you. Or if you do, you might be hiring people locally in each market. You don't have the budget to bring your team with you if you're traveling and you might not have the budget to be hiring a team that is experienced. But when you are working in the luxury space, you need to have people that work for you who believe in your vision, who understand you, and who you completely trust to, again, meet and exceed those expectations. So the growth years are when creating that foundation and those team members is so critical so that, again, when that once in a lifetime opportunity comes to you, you know that you have what it takes. You have the team that you have invested in, that you have built, that you know is going to be able to hit that ball out of the park so that you are able to position that as your springboard to take you into the next space. The third to me is flexibility. Destination and luxury events have so many different moving components to them, and you really need to be able to pivot as things change, as they develop, especially if you're doing destination events when there's so many challenges that you may never run into when doing events in your local market. You really need to be able to manage the different curveballs as they're thrown at you Side note, I don't know why I'm having so many sports references right now because anyone that would know me would say I am the least sporty person, but here we are. So flexibility is very important. And with that, to me, being a team player is crucial. So really at a luxury event, at a luxury wedding, we want to come in so that we are one creative team. It's not the photographer in one corner that is doing what they need to do. You've got the videographer in a different place. The planner is down in the event space. You've got the florist. You've got hair and makeup. Everybody's operating in a silo. You really want to be operating as that couple's team more so than you are as, for me, Molly Carr Photography. I want to be there as a member of the creative team so that we can all come together to create really incredible experiences and unique solutions when challenges will inevitably come up. So with that, to me, a lot of that requires a significant amount of prep work to really make sure when the event comes, you are ready to deliver, but at the same, if you need to be flexible, if you need to pivot, which we talked about earlier, that you're able to do so for the greater good of the event. To be honest that is what our couples deserve and then lastly for luxury weddings having a strong vision i cannot say this enough really having a level of taste of elegance, of a vision and understanding of what your clients like, what matters to them is absolutely imperative. You need to be able to know the places they travel, the cocktails they drink, the brands that they love, the fragrances that they wear, and be able to understand them and speak with them. It is so much more than just being able to be incredible at your craft. To me, when you enter the luxury space, that is a non-negotiable, and that is something that you're going to need to do just to even hit that bar. But to elevate yourself, it's really about your vision. So having an incredible level of taste, I think, is foremost. And also really knowing who you are, sticking to that vision that your clients hire you for, that makes you special. And To develop one's taste, it's something that we can all be working on. There are incredible museums, books, resources. When you have free time, investing in growing yourself in that way is going to pay back twofold later on. The third question, I had a photographer send me a message which said, Molly, I adore your love for your team. The way you appreciate and recognize them shows how much you care, which is something that I have rarely seen in the industry. How do you recommend hiring the right people? First of all, thank you so much for that message. That meant the absolute world to me. So truly thank you. How do you recommend hiring the right people? So I will just tell you what my process was. And for me, it was very successful. And I think regardless of where you're at in your career and what specific part of the industry that you're in, it can be applied. So I posted job applications on my website and shared links to them on Instagram. From there, I received about 50 applicants for each role, and to really start to filter through them, I needed to understand the qualities I was looking for in each role. So for me, that is always number one, personality, brand, and culture fit. I need them to understand the culture that I want to provide our clients, and really to be a living, breathing representative of that. Also, as a destination wedding photographer, my team and I travels internationally together a lot. We spend days upon days together. So really making sure that we are a good personality fit is incredibly important. Second, I really, really believe that To be successful in luxury and destination events, every part of your team needs to be flexible and graceful under pressure. I also really strive to making sure everyone on my team has a great eye and great taste like I spoke of before. And specifically for my photographer that I hired, having a similar aesthetic vision to me. Details can be taught, but a similar eye that somebody I can trust to completely execute something on their own versus needing me there to be directing, to be providing backup is important. And for an assistant to me, that's somebody that is really excited, excited and eager to learn, I need, again, that just level of knowledge knowledge taste and appreciation of luxury and fashion, because to me, that just really goes hand in hand with these beautiful international events and people that I can trust. And for me, then when hiring them, the best way I think to Make them happy and to keep it a wonderful, positive environment for everybody. I really strive to take care of my team when we travel. Again, there is a lot of international travel, there are inevitable bumps on the road and challenges, and I want them to feel confident knowing that they are in my hands. I will have them taken care of. So that means I over-communicate every single detail about all of our travel plans so that they know going into a weekend that they don't have to worry about anything that I have them taken care of. I always make sure that food is a top priority. And I also really, really strive to plan for a little time for us to celebrate at every one of our destination events. So that means setting aside a few hours for us to do something not event related just to enjoy the destination. Because for them, that's a huge perk of the job is being able to see these really beautiful places. So for example, we have a wedding in the South of France. We're going to have lunch at the Hotel de Cap. We have a wedding in the Berkshires in the Massachusetts countryside, and we're going to go see the Boston Symphony. So having that time for us to come together, but also in a way that really is in alignment with the type of experiences that we want to give our clients is so important. I also do not believe in criticism. I look at any challenge as an opportunity for us to grow together. So I always believe in providing constructive feedback to understanding and remembering that everybody every single one of us throughout our entire careers will make mistakes they are inevitable so when they happen just looking as those moments as opportunities for us to grow together and lastly to me i think really thinking about ways that you can lift them up personally because i love mentoring people i am a business mentor i love to be able to use that time together to mentor them so personally with my team We are always having feedback and conversations about ways that we can grow together and ways that they can grow their own personal goals and visions for themselves and for their businesses. I also really always strive to give them opportunities to shoot in the bucket list destinations that we're visiting. So that means creating time for them to create work for their own portfolio So for example, we photographed a wedding at a chateau outside of Paris earlier this year, and with the wedding day timeline, I knew that when we arrived, we would immediately get started on working, and there would not be any opportunity for them to create their own photos because the timeline was just that tight. So we decided to go out several hours early just so that they could have time to enjoy the property before we got started on working and spend some time capturing images and really being able to create that content that hopefully over time might mean that they come back and do some kind of shoot there themselves. And also personally, I love giving them the opportunity to network with the wedding creative team. I think that is one of the absolute best things that can happen with a destination event and with somebody who might not be at the same level that you are giving them this incredible opportunity to make these wonderful relationships again is a really great way to lift them up. So, those are just a few of the things that I would recommend when hiring the right people is knowing what you're looking for, being able to always gracefully and constructively find ways to grow together and thinking about ways to make the time they're with you special and that you can really invest in their growth and their education as well. And then lastly, a lovely bride sent me a message and said, we recently got engaged and want to know that we want to get married in Europe, but we are overwhelmed with all of the options. How do you recommend we select a venue? First of all, congratulations on your engagement. That is so exciting. My very, very first recommendation before you do anything, hire a wedding planner. Do not move forward with picking a venue until you hire a wedding planner. They can give you access to venues that you might not have access to. They can help you navigate the contract and all of the details that you would never think about to make sure that a venue is the perfect place for you to host your event. When you're having a destination event, the venue is everything. And I cannot stress the importance of having a wonderful planner to serve as your advocate and to help you find the absolute perfect space for your wedding. So once you do that, I would really dig into who you are as a couple and how you want your wedding to look and to feel. So as an example, since you were asking about Europe, Are you envisioning a formal, elegant black tie event? If so, Paris might be the best place for you. Are you thinking boating, sunsets, the talented Mr. Ripley vibe, classic European Mediterranean summer, Amalfi Coast all the way? Or are you really thinking Kate Middleton with a garden chic feel? kind of that beautiful combination of royal, but also very approachable and just effortless, the Cotswolds in England are a absolutely wonderful wedding destination that I think would be perfect for you. Once you understand how you want your wedding to look and how you want it to feel, set those non-negotiables. So those might be the distance from your venue to an airport. How many guests can be accommodated on site? Will you want to host all events in one venue, or will you want to be able to really enjoy an entire region and travel to a different venue every day in really having events in multiple locations? And certainly don't forget about your budget. That's something that will come into play, of course, when you're deciding on the venue. Normally, it is a very significant Chunk of your overall wedding budget and investment. So understanding that from day one to make sure that you don't accidentally overspend on your venue, but really have it be at the proper um ratio with all of the other elements in your wedding is going to help you so much in the long run. And once you have those details coordinated, to be honest, your wedding planner will be able to handle all of the details in pitching some fabulous venues and helping you decide what is the perfect place for you to get married. There's lots of other questions that we were sent, but we wanted to keep this episode short and sweet. So that is all we have for today. Next week, we'll be back with another fabulous guest and look forward to hosting another virtual Q&A with you soon. Thank you all for listening to today's episode of the Wedding Destination Podcast. I'm Molly Carr, and you can follow me on Instagram at Molly Carr Photography and the podcast at Wedding Destination Podcast. We hope you will leave us a five-star review on iTunes and join us next week for a new episode. We'll talk to you soon.